0: Sorry about that. Couldn't figure out how to turn it around. Um, Welcome to this farm chatter live number. I'm not sure what, so we're just gonna uh, ignore that. doesn't matter what number it is at this point. Um, There we go. I just could not see that. Um, So first of all, good night to everybody. Hope everyone is... It's legit, Menachem. Hope everybody is um, healthy, safe, uh, inside. And um hope you have a good Yom on wherever you are. And uh maybe this will give you some sort of outlet. Um so tonight in Mr. Sham, we're gonna be joined by Shimon Chemanowitz, who has Mahon runs Mahon Ali Zayas, um which is located in Lakewood, New Jersey. And I'll let I guess I'll let him do more of the talking regarding what exactly he does once he joins. Hopefully we get this uh pretty easy. Um Be able to come on. All right. Um, If anyone has any questions, as always, feel free to ask them. Uh, Don't respond to the tweet. Um, By the way, is everyone watching this on Twitter? This should be live on Twitter. I'm doing this through Periscope, but this is live on Twitter, right? Um, um, This is live on Twitter, right, Ellie? Uh, I assume it is um there he goes he joined so hopefully we'll get him up and we will start discussing uh like i said anyone has any questions make sure to ask um on the uh on the show right here um always have those people send me direct messages and they sent me responded to my original tweet i don't see that during the broadcast so um i won't be able to you know respond to those okay Okay, Ron. Hello? Hi. Yeah, okay. Thank you for joining. Um, My pleasure. Now, everyone can see your logo. It says Mahon Ali Zayas. But maybe you want to tell people just a little bit, give a brief overview of what exactly it is that you do, that Mahon Ali Zayas does.
1: Generally, I help people self-publish their swarin or books. Someone has a project, big or small, it can be a contrast, sometimes four pages in size, sometimes it could be a set of svarim, and they come to me with the idea, and at any given point in the process, whether it's handwritten notes, or even recorded shiurim or speeches, whether it's in the language they want to publish in or that needs to be translated, I take it from there. Sometimes I do the translating, typing, editing, um, typesetting, layout, graphics, printing until shipping delivery. Sometimes I pick it up at the printing point. Sometimes I pick it up at different stages of the pr- process. It depends on what the person themselves is capable. I usually tell people whatever you can do yourself will be cheaper and better if you can do it yourself. So that's until the layout. Uh, from the layout on, I would not recommend the, the trying it at home. But it, whether it's the writing, the editing, the typing, all that, as much as you can do it yourself, that's great. But wherever you need me to pick it up, that's where I pick it up.
0: Now, how long How long are you doing this? How long is this machon around?
1: So there was never like a formal um, inauguration of the machon. It was a process. It started with, you know, informally doing something for a friend. And from there... I It morphed into a machayn, if you may. Um, I've been doing this for probably, you know, on a professional level, probably eight, nine, eight years, I would say, eight, nine years. But I can't, uh, I can't pin it down to the exact time.
0: Right. Okay. And how, how, were you working somewhere before you went out on your own?
1: What happened was, is uh, I was in Bismarck Gavayi And the yeshiva has a program called Hamud at the time they had this idea of taking the talented individuals from Talmud e and putting them on projects for the Mission Sarbairon, which is another affiliate of Beis Manager Can you hear me fine? Yep. we hear you? So the Rabbi Rockberg, who heads Mission Sarbairon, was working then at the Divra Mishpat project. The, the Mishpat is a grandfather of the Hermebina for those who are not uh, familiar, like one of the great Achroinim. And the at the, he looked through hundreds of different um, uh, pieces of the fellow, the people who were part of the program, He picked out a handful of guys, and he put us on the job of different mishpat. So there are many, Simon of different mishpat, which I worked on. I wrote footnotes on it. And from there, a friend was working on his safer, and um, it's called Haban Antik His name is Weinberger. We're working on a very nice safer. And he asked me to work for him. And one thing left to the other. Until I was doing uh, editing for people, and then eventually asked me to also take care of the typesetting part and the printing. And now I do a full service.
0: Right. Now, when we just declare clarify for people, when we say Machoin, we don't refer, people think of probably Machoin or Shalayan, which they actually, they're their company that actually do it, like Masada of Cook. You're just basically, like you said, a typesetting company. You don't, that's not what you do.
1: Well, the difference between myself and Machon Mishnas Rabbah uh, and Machon uh, Ushalayim, or let's say art scroll, are two differences. Number one, they're a drop bigger than I am, and second of all, the difference is that usually, generally, a uh, Machon like uh, Ushalayim, they conceive of a project. Usually, it's a project that i a, a, a broad part of the public will have a teiles, have to gain from it, and what happened was is. And then they look for sponsors. They usually raise money, and they spon- and they get it sponsored. And at that time, at that time, they after they have all the money in, they take their professionals and they work on it. So the work that they do, I aspire to do the same kind of work. I can't say I'm always on the same level. Sometimes I hope mm-hmm. I would do a better job than them too. But generally speaking, they that's what they're doing. They take projects that they want to publish. They take a shulchan aruch. They take true uh, Sarivosh, a Rambam, and that's an important pro- project. They undertake that project, they research it, they hire people, and they raise money for it, and then they sell it, and they make money by selling it. I don't make many money selling my Swarm. I don't sell svarim. All I sh- do sh- is I provide a service mm-hmm. for authors. Sometimes I'm lucky enough that the author has a project on the level of Mechayim <inaudible> Shalim. I keep on saying Mechayim because we spoke about it before. Um, for example, uh, I recently published the Peer Shabbat Roman Arambam from Rav Moshe Maiman published it. It was his his work that I helped edit and I helped him with that work. I would say that that's on on par anytime with uh, what Machayi Yushelein does. But that wasn't my project. That was Rav Moshe Maiman's project. And he brought it to me and I provided all the service necessary to publish it professionally.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha um so i guess just to start off what is the process somebody comes to you hi i'm looking to publish a safer of chadushim what is it? okay so what's step one where do we how do we begin that process
1: when a person comes to me you say he comes to me with he wants to publish chadushim does he have already a particular set of khidushim that he wants to publish or is he looking for an idea to put out a safer can you be more specific
0: Let's say he, he has chidushim written up, he was learning in yeshiva, he has some chidushim, he wants to publish these chidushim. What's the, st- what's the process?
1: So usually the first thing I do is I give, most people come, they have a, most people have swarm to print, they have a pretty good idea of, um, of what their potential of their chidushim are. You know, let's say someone has chidushim on the sech desivonis usually, I tell someone like that, and he usually realized, realizes himself, I said, you probably have excellent stuff, or stuff that's worth publishing and worthy of being published, it's just you're about 100 years too late, because 100 years ago you know, people were excited, there were chidusha, and it was something exciting to um, to do today, there's a lot of it, and most of it is very good stuff. Most of it is really good stuff. Uh, some of Sometimes people write s- silly things and unfit to print, but that's usually not the issue. It's just that it's very hard to get someone's attention. Even if you'd be a reincarnation of Rabbi Chaim Salvechik, you have a very small chance of getting your chidushim out there. People should be interested in your chidushim. Yep. So people usually realize that. So I say, so why, why are you publishing it? So they're publishing it because... They worked on it. They want, to have, you know, they want to see it in a safer form. And they want to share it with their oh. friends and their relatives. So I first make the rea- do the reality check. And usually people don't need the reality check. They got it themselves. And so now we're, you know, cause I don't want to mislead someone into thinking that we're going to publish this and he's going to he'll be able to marry off his grandchildren, with the profits that he made from the safe. Or somebody once asked me, he it, he's someone who didn't realize this, came to me with his chitushim. He said, do you think I can make money off this? I said, the only guy I make money off this can be myself he's like we're not making any money off this right so so yeah i mean once he realized as i said he said what's our goal now what's what's our goal so here's the thing if someone comes to me with a safer that is worthy of being published not because it's necessarily better the topic is better or that the level is bad usually just something on a subject that people need a safer on so usually those authors who think of what do people need what's necessary what's missing what, what are people missing out there so those people, they they say, they come up with something, and they're usually the most successful. They sell the most copies because they didn't think of what they are learning and what they want to publish their own learning. They thought of something that people need, that's necessary, and people want to want to learn. And I, I see those people be very successful. Now, those people, I tell them, look, if you're putting out a safer and you have a, a real hope of this being a staple, something that people are going to rely on, people are going to use, I would strongly encourage they invest the money. That I tell them to go raise the money if they want. I never raise money for anybody. I'm not in that business at all. But I say try to get the money and invest in having the editing done properly and having the typesetting done properly, print a decent amount of copies, and, uh, and, have, it, and, have, it, uh, and have it in the stores and, and advertise. It's definitely worth doing all that. But if you're just doing it because you want to show show it to your father-in-law, and to your father, and your brother-in-law, and your friend, and sometimes it's your wife. That's very that's a very common <laughs> it is to put a saver, which, by the way, is a, a, a great thing. And in those cases, in those in those cases, I say, look, I used to back in the beginning, I was I felt very strongly. How could you publish something that's not uh, properly edited and you didn't know, cross all the T's and then that all the I's? And in a perfect world, that's true. But there's so much being printed and. A lot of people are just printing a safer, like this so to sort of say, to for self gratification and to feel feel that they accomplished something with what they learned. So if that's if that's the case, if that's the case, why spend so much money on the editing part? It, it's the te'elos is very very little because for his, usually the person's father in law will think his son in law is a great writer, and uh, will appreciate his great misuse of lashon akkadian or Aramaic or the the interesting mix of both together
0: Jesus, yeah but,
1: well but lemaiso the truth is that that he shouldn't spend money on the on the editing a guy like that should spend money on the by by he should only spend money on the making the safer look nice and real i mean he shouldn't have spelling mistakes he shouldn't have gross errors in it but other than that he should just publish it as is and he makes his 100 copies, 200 copies, gives it out to his family. He holds on to a few copies when he marries with his children. He gives one to his machutin, He presents it to mechoten's shver with the palm And he's in business. That's what I usually recommend. I, I feel strongly about that. Also, once people go into the editing, they end up spending a lot of money on that. And it just, it's like a quicksand because you can constantly make it better and better and better and better. But again, these are two kinds of projects. You're putting out a safer, which is for the general public. You're, print, you're, you're printing 1,000, 2,000 copies certainly certainly invest in doing it right if you're putting it out just for your family and friends don't waste your money make it look nice on the outside give it some curb appeal which is not expensive it's not costly and do the few copies that you need and if it ends up you know just flying off the shelves and everyone's calling you they need more copies and stores are begging you to reprint then you can reconsider and do it differently
0: Right. So basically, step one is what you're saying is you, you have him now, I assume you have a meeting in person or on the phone and you discuss all of this before
1: you decide which way to go, right? So before Corona, i encouraged encourage people to meet me in person. Right. But since, since then, if there'll still be people printing Svarim, I, uh, I would do it over the phone, of course. But I do find there is something to be gained from a, a meeting in person, but I don't overdo that. I think one meeting in person is more than enough. And constant, you know, meetings again and again usually are not the, the, don't bear any fruit. And there are some people who like to meet again and again and again and again. But I find that usually being a waste of time. You just, you know, you want to see the person. You want to get to know a little about him, And you meet him. And then you got the idea. The rest can be done. on By email, by phone.
0: Right. Now, I imagine from there, it's, if it's all typed up, you just go straight to typing slash typesetting. Unless... Well, not typesetting, start Typing, really. But the question is, um, do people ever get you handwritten notes, or is it just come in a word document? And you start typing. What? How does that work?
1: As I mentioned before, sometimes I get—I don't even get the written form. Sometimes I get it in—I um, get it just uh, in oral form. I get uh, recordings of somebody. And just recently, <laughs> I, I did a few of that. And you but, do writing? Someone someone give you his handwritten notes? I, someone gives me hand notes. Someone gives me a, a, a shirum. I can have it transcribed. If it's already handwritten notes, I get it typed, edited, and printed. Everything proofread. Something's just proofread. Usually, I feel if people came to me, they didn't just want a a typing job. They want me to take a look at it and give some kind of assessment of what needs to be done and what I recommend should be done with it. Sometimes I help people and how to organize the safer. They have a great idea, but uh, they don't really have, you know, they they have no idea by presentation. So I give them some kind of idea by presentation.
0: Right. So once you. Just to get clear for everyone, you go typing and you go to editing and then typesetting? Typesetting is last? How does that work?
1: The order is as follows. First, you have to be mechadish the chidushim. Sometimes people don't do that on their own either. After the after the person came up with his chidush, or chidush so let's say it was uh, his, his, he organized his thoughts or he he put together his, uh, he collected different uh, different um, uh, from different svarim, he made a likut whatever the Whatever the case is, once he has that, he has all that. So then, so he now he's up to typing it up. We type it up. After typing it up, in the perfect world, the way it should work is like this. We type it. We give it back to him. He proofreads the typing, makes his corrections, gives it back to us. We edit it. He looks over the editing and then gives it back to us. And we look over his corrections. We give it back to him. He gives it back again. And at that point, we're ready to go to typesetting. We give them a few samples of, of the. I first I discussed with them how he wants to you know typesetting. Layout is very important because I, I the get way it. you lay out a safer is, the, is it shows how you want to present yourself. In other words, if you put out a safer with um, very big letters and one column, that shows it's light reading. If you put out you know small, tiny Rashi letters and two columns and a tall safer, that means you're the reincarnation of the briskerov. In other words, each, the way you are. Typesetting the Safer is part of the is part of how you are presenting it and and t- tells the tells the reader, tells the presentation safer what kind of safer this is. What kind of safer it is. So that's important. So we I spent some time on that, figuring out how to get that done. And everyone has their own ideas, what they want. Some people have interesting ideas, and that takes a little longer till we, you know, meet somewhere in the middle. And then when he approves the when he approves the layout, we go from there to the lay out the whole safer then there's the graphics like you know this ascomis that usually are decorated a little bit more the the, the title page the char blot then there's like dedications that pe- the donors give that has to be nicely the then there's the cover and uh, that would be the graphics when that's all completed we go to print and uh, that's it. so basically the order is writing actually conceiving the idea um, writing it editing it proof editing/proofreading it typesetting, layout, and then um, graphics, and then uh, printing.
0: Gotcha. So let's go a little deeper in that. So the typesetting, uh, you said it obviously depends. Now, I know the, the simple is either there's two columns or did you go across the page. What are the, what are the pros and cons of each one or if there's another idea? And what do you usually advise people?
1: So the rule of thumb is like this. Most people... Most people say I'm, I never. I never studied this in a scientific way, but most people say that uh, and this is just what I picked up. They, it's easier for the eye. It's easier to read the oisias oh, muroboi. So let me just say something before that, and this has to do with both how you write your chidushim and how you do the editing. Everything, everything is, is is this is the way I look at it. You have to realize that most authors today, especially if they're writing their own things, they're not putting out a safer from a rishon or an achtel. They're doing their own thing, so their greatest hope is that someone will sit down on the couch and you know flip the pages and look at their safer so they have to make that as comfortable as possible i uh marshall i gave many many of my customers i told them is i once read a book of how to set up a a department store and basically what they did was is that this was a group that they would go and they would uh, take a lot do a lot of filming of the department store and they would Watch how customers interact, and not just said bombs. They did supermarkets. They did all kinds of stores, right. and they would see how the customers interact with the merchandise that was presented for sale. And they would analyze the data and then give recommendations to the store owner how they can set up the store differently to bring up sales. So I remember there was one uh, chapter, excuse me, which was called the "Butt Factor," and that was about. It starts out with they describe. I, I can't remember the name of the book or the author. But he describes that somebody came into this, uh, they were filming this department store, and they saw a beautiful, a beautiful um, uh, tie rack. And the beautiful tie rack was not making much sales. People were not buying it. So the they were wondering, why? Why were they not buying it? So they watched, and they saw a woman comes over the tie rack, and she's, like, trying to pick out a tie. And as she's trying to pick out a tie, somebody walks behind her like, just gives a look, uh, knock, a little knock into her, so she, you know, mo- gives a little move away, and then she continues looking for the tie. Another person walks by, and again, he, um, he hits her, so she just walks away. Now the truth is, she probably doesn't know why she walked away. She didn't even realize, but she was uncomfortable. Right, and she's uncomfortable. You move away. The same thing is. So they moved the tie rack over three feet, and they gave more space between the tie rack and the suit rack that was behind it. And sales of the tiles ties went up. So you're putting a safer, you want the reader to be very comfortable. You don't want him to have a hard time reading it. So even if everyone has good enough eyes to read small fonts, and even though most people who are smart enough to read a safer can read Rashi ICS, and even if everyone who reads a safer can figure out the method of the order of your safer after a certain amount of time, but you lost them at that point. He right. walked away. So you have to have your safer the easiest way presented, the simplest, the most obvious and easiest way to read it. Therefore, you want to use a clear font and you want to use something which is easy to read and you also want it to be in the letters, in the kind of font that's the most comfortable people to read. Now, it's also, it should also be, it should also be something which looks, you know, respectable. If it's going to look silly, that person won't respect you. You also won't walk away. So it does have to be a respectable look. It has to look like a, it's also a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, association with a safer. For example, if you know, recently I happened to be—I just uh, printed it. Uh, I just did a little bit of the typesetting and the printing of the Minchas Shol. That's Reb Shol Bruce is sefer. Oh yeah, Reb Shol Bruce is sefer. Much better,
0: by the way. The the font now is much more readable.
1: Okay, thank you. Some of it was just uh you know we just a, we scanned the old one, but we did add. Uh, we did redo some of it. I thought so,
0: there was a, like, I think, it was like I think ours. There was a little bit added, right? there's
1: was a little bit added. Yeah, a little, not, nothing added. Nothing added. Just some, some <laughs> was re- reset. Some of it was reset. Yeah, and okay. then it's, you look at the cover of the Mirchashol, I remember when the Menachos came out uh, years ago. It everyone found it interesting that it was exact same cover well, as okay. the Berachos yeah. and people found it interesting. Like, isn't it silly to make your cover look exactly the Shol? If you look at Rav Chaim Greenman Sefer, that's very similar font to the, the Chazanish. Right. Now, the reason why they do that is because it's an association. You want you want to tell somebody that this is Rabokbear kind of safer. And the truth is people do it consciously and subconsciously. They do that. And but it is important because it tells you that this safer is that kind of style and now you know how to how are you supposed, how, how are how you supposed to digest <clears throat> the information in this safer. So the same thing, now, interesting is I was, um, actually, I, I had the schuss of being in the, uh, Professor uh, Schneer Lyman's house, and he showed us, and since then I've seen pictures of it also, I showed us that the first Berch that came out actually was not the same design as the Berch the way we know it. Hmm. It came out in the exact same design, in the exact same design as the, as the Chusha Benochaim Alevi. So, actually, Rabbi Bruce was doing the exact same thing that his own Rebbe did. When Rabbi Bachber published the first volume, Shmuel, he published the exact same cover design, exact replica of Chedush Rabbi Nochayim Alevi. It was black and had the same exact design. And that, that's also something. So, you have to look at what's comfortable, easy to read, and association. So, association, Rashi letters, is associated with lumbus. So, if you're publishing lumbus, I would recommend if it's very high level lumbus, only for the people who are. Very focused on, on, um, on ve- very, very uh, uh, de- d- d- deep lamdas. I would say do Rashi, R- R- Rashi letters. I, I usually I, m- most comments aren't so interesting.
0: We're talking small, clear Rashi letters because you still have those awful, you know, font Rashi letters which are not legible.
1: You know what I'm talking about? There's still right. people printing like that, <laughs> right? So, so yeah, I'm talking about no. Those people are usually uh, are self self publishing. They're usually not doing it professionally. Mm-hmm. They don't have access to the professional fonts. But the Rashi is that it happens to be a beautiful letter that most publishers use. And that, if it's two volume, two 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 columns, and it's Rashi, and it's Rashi letters, that means this is a Lamed safer. If you're looking for something light, go elsewhere. So even though it doesn't make it easier, but it's a message. Now, it doesn't have to be that way. There are some very lumbish Shas that are in. Uh, Oysi Yismur on square letters. Which that's, I would
0: say, to ask you, is Yismur Vais is really the class, and that's like the standard today, right? Fun. Pretty much, yeah. Do you know why that is? Like, is the history, how that happened? or no. I don't
1: know the history, but there's something that I did observe, that in all Old Svarim, the main text was always uh, let, the Yismur revoice, and then the commentary was in Rashi. So that's just the way they did it. So if you had like a Shulchan Aruch, and then the Nice Elim would be in Rashi letters you have a Gemara and then the Mepharsham on the side would be what we call Rashi letters. That's usually the way I noticed it is. But today, it became something that, if you have a Lundish and Sefer, then it's... Um, I see it's, here, uh, Menachem
0: Butler says that Yaakov Shmuel Spiegel discusses this, I guess, in one of his books on the printing.
1: So. Okay. Okay, fine. But uh, today, that's usually the way, the association of Rashi letters. In uh, ISIS and Revoys, again, if you're doing something which is High level, it's meant for the elite, it's meant for the, for the scholar. I would do two columns generally, but even though that's it's limited to um, each thing's in the very individual when it's um, when it, when it comes to when it comes to that. But I would I would recommend um, two columns if it's even you know, even if it's halacha or something which is uh, high level stuff, two columns. Probably the idea behind it is I'm not gonna, I don't, I never, I never study this in a scientific way. But if you if you if you, for you know to go through a long column of small letters, it just your eye wanders. If you have two columns, it's a small each one's smaller, and therefore you're able to just read one line at a time. So right. that's something which is it makes it easier. So the same thing would be any heavy safer, I would do in two columns. If it's something on drush or on uh, on or chumash or something on alatayro. Uh, or on Tanakh, usually I would do that in um, one column. That's the rule of thumb. There are many exceptions. There's Swaram Altaira in two column. Rashi is There's very heavy lundus, like uh, Rabbi Salvechik safer. Actually, in Shiru Masech Abba is one column and it's Oicyus in But they since then they did the Igress Grid. What?
0: It's odd. That's safer. It's like different. It's very different.
1: It's different because it was originally it was put out in real Hebrew. They had an idea of of Marketing his lamdas, or he himself had the idea in a, OCS, a modern fashion of like oseias voice on one column. But since then, obviously his son decided <clears throat> to do it in two columns with OCS, with Rashi oseias, as you could see in the chidush and the chidushnik in the Igreza grid, Igreza. and all the other front that come out now. They do it that way. Even the Shurim, the shiuria grid that are coming, in, I believe also are Rashi oseias two columns. I believe that the the Shura grid as well. That are coming out, the Rabbi Reichman swarm, the, Those are not; those are an Isismer voice. But oh, the Shira Grid recently. That's fun, is, huh? like okay. Um,
0: by the way, someone here asked, "What do you what page numbers do you advise people to do? Hebrew, English? Does it matter or not? Meaning, no, yeah. numbers, the Hebrew? Okay.
1: Yeah. In the old swarm, there was a, there was a Hebrew letter on one side, and the English, and then there was the regular numbers on the other side. It's whatever goes I'm not, uh, I, I don't see a big deal one way or the other right that, something
0: else that really I guess not, I think, but like, what, what's with nekudas today it's like all the rage to do nekudas in svarim I don't know if you do that or don't or what, what's your take on that in
1: general so generally the svarim again it's just, it all has to do with how heavy of a text it is if you're printing a Ramban a la Torah, so okay you consider doing nekudas you want to do a Chayi Salvavis, you do nekudas if you're putting out uh, someone's Chitushim on Sfirah soimer, Usually, you wouldn't um, put in the kudas. That's just not the way people do it.
0: Today, it seems like they're putting the kudas on everything.
1: No well, idea. I'm, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Every all, all every musa sefer comes out today, no matter what it is, has like the kudis, You know, I also, a, musa, a, musa sefer, a, musa, a musa sefer. is a text that you um that people study. They can you, something you learn. You Russo, yeah, you, a... you learn by hislahavos. It's a it's a text that a person will actually that it, it's not just the information the text, the text itself ha- has a life of its own. I know I Article recently put out the Khamisha Kham with uh, with um Nakudas. And yeah. I I bought I, I, I bought all of them. I bought the uh, Altairo and I bought the ones on on the Navi. I find I find that as much as I think I, I don't have much trouble with um reading without Nakudas, but I, I do find that when you have Nakudis, that little tiny part of your brain that was is used to decipher the the <clears throat> the vocalization of each word, if you have the nakudis, you're able to just not use that and you can concentrate better on what you're reading. So I, I, I think that you know, people find that it's juvenile to have Nakudis. I'm not against it at all. I think it's a little bit over the top if you're putting out your own Chidushim to put it with Nakudis. Right. But um I see someone's asking about acronyms. Yeah, so that's the same thing. In other words, Rashi Tavis, that's it, what he's referring to. It, 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 even though all of us can figure out Rashi Tavis, but it just it takes a part of your brain to figure it out. And that—and—and and, and it goes into both conversations we're talking about. First of all, you're able to focus better on what you're reading. And also, it's more comfortable. Now, sometimes people overdo it. like They open up every single Rashi Tavis right. without, without any exception. Okay, so you don't have to overdo it. But it's just hard to draw the line.
0: Like pol- I'm sorry? I said something like pol- Shin. You don't have to take it out, really, right? You can leave it. Eh,
1: I'm not so against taking it out. I'll tell you the truth. Uh, Robert Mendel Rabinowitz, he's a brother of uh, Robert Rabinowitz from, from uh, who has the
0: most here,
1: uh, Karen Rabinowitz, yeah. And his brother, Rabinowitz, was Nifter. He was the, he was the in camp when I went to camp. He said once a uh, uh, great muscle. He said there was a cook in a camp that he had an assistant who was working very hard and the assistant always had to schlep things for him back and forth and he said one day, you know what, let me give you an easy an easy day. No schlepping today, no heavy lifting. I'll give you just the job. You have to peel potatoes and put them in a pot. And he said, he said, you know what, he said, a big, a big potato you put in this pot and a small potato you put in the other pot. So he, he comes back an hour later and his assistant is standing there. There's one potato in one pot and he's holding another potato in his hand. He said, what's the problem? He said, I can't figure out is it's a big, big potato or a small potato. So he's stuck there for an hour. So the thing is, so we can talk about, oh, culture not. What about M. Kane? Okay, well, we won't open that either. What right. about Ella M. Kane? Well, that one we will open up. So it's a little hard to sit there with the potato in your hand for so long. So, what's so, your, so-,
0: yeah, so what do you tell people then?
1: So usually, I just say open them all up. If it looks funny to you, opened up. So don't open it up. There's no major rule. Be consistent. <laughs> that's important.
0: Not, you leave right. You're not opening up. Uh, it's, it's, right,
1: because right. right. again, because we read it Rambam. Again, it's more comfortable to Rambam. That's better. what I'm saying. Yeah, but you don't read it. Ick. You read it in kane So it, it 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 does make you pause. Even and that's what second you're pausing. It, it's uncomfortable. You I'm want compression tables. I
0: hear. Um, okay, so so I don't know if we finished the, the, the layout uh, part, but I guess so you were saying it d- kind of depends. You like two columns, but it depends really on what it is. No, I
1: didn't say like the columns. I said it depends what it is. Right. I said for heavier, hef- I think that… Uh, the heavier, sorry. It, the heavier. Yourself, look, two questions, presentation and association. So you want to make sure that the association is right and the presentation is right. In other words, the presentation should be easy and comfortable, and the association should be there. The person should know what you're trying to sell. Right, gotcha.
0: Now, for the editing process, what what's the process involved with editing?
1: So, in editing, each person it, it depends what our goal is. If our goal is, like I, I mentioned before, if the goal is just a person that doesn't want to be doesn't want to put something out that's has it's incorrect that has mistakes in them. So then we want to do we want to leave it out, leave it to the minimum. There shouldn't be any grammatical errors, and there shouldn't be. There shouldn't be any, uh, uh, terribly written sentences and there shouldn't, um, and there shouldn't be any, um, a- any, uh, you know, big mistakes in it. And we try to keep that to the minimum because it doesn't really, um, it's not, it's not worth it. But if, if it's something which somebody actually hopes that this is a safe, that it'll become a staple that will be a- a- every, uh, respectable uh, collector of swarm will have the safer. In that case, I would recommend you want it to be written the best way possible. You want it written the best way possible. So that's usually the that's usually what you want to do.
0: Right, right. I saw a good question do you double do you double check Gematrias or not? Someone that give you a swarm with Gematrias.
1: It, it depends what the safer is. Um the sometimes yes. Sometimes yeah we have found, found I found mistakes in it. And, but, uh, it depends what the, it's, again, I'm, I'm, it's a customer service. So I tell the person, "Do you want me to check your Gematrius or not? He says, I should. Then I do, if, I don't, if, I, if he says not, to, so I don't, you know, I, I once, I did a, a big job for somebody, a lot of Svarn yeah. and that person, that person who, um, that person, after I did the whole, this whole, uh, I did a very nice job editing all of Swarm, but there's some things that he said were just silly. So he's all done, he said he showed the safer to somebody else. And that person told him that there's a lot of silly things in the safer. Why didn't I tell say anything to him? So I told him, I said, I had this a person I never met before. So we just we just worked over the phone. So I wasn't I wasn't insulting him in any way. I said, let's say I own, I own a pizza shop and you come in and you're you're obviously overweight and you order a pie of pizza and you're there yourself. <laughs> Isn't is my job to tell you not to eat it? Right. Right so 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 obviously not it's my job to sell you the pie and um then you pay for it i don't say word. now do i think you should be eating it no but i'm selling you the pie pizza so i generally i always i do find that a very thin line of between deciding deciding um what am i supposed to um what am i supposed to say what am i not supposed to say so i usually try the person once i Critique what he wrote. I feel, feel like you know it should correct it, or maybe you know you can do things differently. And if he appreciates it, I say you know it might take uh, it might take some time, but we can continue doing this. And right. if he says I went through my for many times, I know what I'm writing, and uh, just 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 do your job and edit the words, and that's it. I'll just keep my mouth shut. So I'll send to Gematrius. I'll try one. I see he made a mistake, and I'll uh, I'll tell him that uh, I'll tell him that it's a mistake. But if he's if he's if he's open to that, I'll do him I'll, I'll, look, I'll look. them all up. And I'll tell him. No, might you know, more time, and not, it's, it's all a service for the. It's all serve, service for the customer. Whatever he wants.
0: I see here. Dov Bashevkin wants to so know what, what are some common mistakes that you've come across in farming? Is there any other? Are, are there any common mistakes that between everything that you do? He's like a writing error. Maybe it's a common writing error, or something like that. Well,
1: I'll tell you. I'll tell you, there are people that, the problem is like this. There's two kinds of people who come to me. Most of them are Americans and most of them, uh, I shouldn't talk that about people who come to give me work, but <laughs> I shouldn't say most of them. There are many exceptions. I shouldn't say that. There are many, many exceptions. But very often, they have no clue of how to write Lush and Kodesh whatsoever. So it's not, um, it's, not uh, it's not, it's not an issue of like what are the common errors it's they just don't begin to know how to write. Right. And in, th- in that case, again, I can just, you know, correct the obvious mistakes and move on, or I can restructure their entire, the entire sentence structure and all the writing. Those are yeah. very often what we're dealing with. Heavily edited. Very, yeah. Usually, the better the writer, the more he appreciates and wants the editing. So, usually, when someone comes and says, just do proofreading and don't correct anything, I wrote it a very particular way. Those people usually are the worst, and the ones who say, you know, edit as much as you can and try to and try to fix as much as you can, that's something which I find they 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 usually are the better writers. And then they you can use a little bit more improvement. The common mistakes there's so many of them. There's not there's no certain particular. I'm I could just say a general thing that people do is, especially in the shivisha group, they tend to write in arch, archaic fashion. In other words, they learn svarim. For example, they learn Masha, so they'll end every paragraph with V'duk. So really? as, a rule, as a rule of thumb, I erase, if, before, if the author doesn't tell me otherwise, I erase every single time it says the word V'duk. Because what are you writing V'duk? After the Mashaw, after the no one should write the word V'duk ever. Or someone <laughs> writes, or someone, says, <laughs> or someone says, Or someone says, um, uh, it's silly it's it just looks stupid so i just generally edit that out without um without, without right. saying anything. think that sometimes people get offended they want to have they want it there so i tell them why i think it shouldn't be there and they insist on having it there i would uh i would do that you know right. i before rashi tavis. some people make up their own rashi tavis that's the worst some people have rashi Davis that even all michael didn't think of that also should that also has to be corrected very often, I find it's, it sounds shocking, but because it's not natural for most Americans to write in Lashon Kodesh or in Hebrew or in Aramaic, there are no periods. I can get a Sefer without one period, not one comma from the beginning to the end. So there's zero punctuation. That's terrible. There has to be, has to be some punctuation in there. And uh, that's very common, lack of punctuation. Then there's also that people take the of Deir raisa from the Beis Medrash and they put it into safer. So, for example, some would write that what Rabbi Kivega says is a toast. That is also, I find, the editor's job to right. correct that because right. it makes the author look stupid. Now, not that Rabbi Kivega never made a mistake. He certainly made mistakes. But the, first of all, you're not the one to catch him. And second of all, even if you are, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to peddle Amunitz Chachamim. I'm just saying, let's say you are right, Rabbi Kivega was wrong, if that's possible. But the point is, so just point out the inconsistency that you notice from Rabbi words. There's no reason to be editorial, and write that it was a toast. If your proof or your argument is strong enough, let the read all decide if you made a toast or not. You don't have to say that, right. So, or you know, and so on and so forth. So yeah, those kinds of things I find are commonly uh, mm-hmm. done the wrong way. Right,
0: gotcha. Um, okay, so now we're up to the printing. I guess when you go to printing, what do you do? Svarim are printed, in general Svarim are printed
1: in Israel, right? Hardcover Svarim are, right? are printed in Israel for two reasons one reason One reason is they happen to do the best job. Generally speaking, they have very strong binding. You have to realize that a book most people have a book, they read it once. They open the book and they read it once. Right. Sparm are learn and Sparm. are somewhere between textbooks and books they are read casually uh, casually. So a textbook has to be very strong reinforced binding, and the, the that kind of that kind of safer. That kind of book has to be very strong binding. If it's not a textbook, it's just a book that a person reads as a novel. So, w- why invest so much money in making a very strong binding? It doesn't have; it just has to, it's going to be read once and le- kept on the shelf, or maybe maybe lent to one other person. So, the binding is weak. Eretz thats where all the svarim are made usually, and they have a very strong and good binding. They also have great prices. So, it's because it's the the price, and because they have the experience of doing svarim. They have they, they just it's what it's what they do. That's why almost everybody prints for in Eretz Yisrael. There are exceptions, but generally that's what what's done. And even I find that even if you're going to print a safer for an Eretz Yisrael, and it, there's two ways to get it from Eretz Yisrael to over here. You can get it by boat or right. by plane. By boat, I tell people it's going to take about six weeks to get it. Actually, printing itself, I usually tell them it takes two three weeks, and then shipping. Uh, by by boat, I say give it another four to six weeks. It could be quicker than that. A right. uh, boat can technically only take f- three weeks from port to port, but the <laughs> day that it's finished...
0: <laughs> right, when the shipment gets there.
1: The, the day that the safe is finished, usually not when it gets to the port, and the day that it gets to the, to the port here is usually not when it gets in, it gets to your bookshelf. So you have to give yourself four to six weeks. Now, if you, that's too long for you, you want to expedite it, so we would bring it by plane, which takes a few business days until you get it. But bringing it by plane... Is very expensive. I mean, right now it's through the roof. But yeah. even in normal, it, even even normal times, it's very expensive. But it still usually comes out cheaper doing it that way than printing it locally, right? And, uh, and having it done locally, and even timing is usually quicker there. Right? Right. We can get it safer done very quickly.
0: I give people an idea: by plane, it's usually what, like three, four dollars a safer versus by boat, it's a few a few cents. What's the
1: difference pricing? The price pr- fluctuates a lot. Usually, when I give a person an estimate before that's he goes into it. No one expect. I tell him to expect about $4 a kilo.
0: And coming by boat, it's cheap, very...
1: I don't cheap. like you selling like so prices over the, this conversation, but it's much, it's just, it's much, much cheaper. Right, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Okay, now, and then once it comes to distribution, that's where it ends. You don't do distribution, people have to find their own
1: distributor or something. I don't, I don't make money on distribution, and, but I help all the authors get in touch with the distributor and I... Logistics and getting it to the distributor. I advise them which which distributor to use. I usually follow up on that as well, but I don't make money on that, and it's not what I. It's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to deliver it.
0: Now, how does someone know? Okay, so they're up to the printing. How many copies do they print? What standard that the amount of copies that somebody should print?
1: Right. So again, we go back to the same same okay, bar. If it's a safer that you put up because of your share I tell you to make three copies for yourself, your father-in-law, and your father. If um if it's a safer and I don't do that because I'm trying to put the author down. I respect the author very much. And by the way, some of those swarm that we're discussing right now could be even a much higher level, a much higher caliber safer than the swarm that can sell by the thousands. As a matter of fact, a safer with pictures in it sells the most. A safer with um with stories without pictures it sells less but more. So it I'm not, when I say it's not gonna sell. That doesn't mean I'm putting down the safer. I will respect that author maybe even more than the author that's selling more copies. Maybe not. It depends. But it's just, I don't want to talk the guy into making a lot of copies, and then if he doesn't sell it, he's going to feel bad. Generally, I tell people, I would much rather you have Harata that you regret not printing more copies, and you wish you would have done more, than the opposite, that you have boxes and boxes in your garage, and you wish you wouldn't have printed as much. And you can always reprint. There's a big myth out there, that you have like one chance to print it and you have to print, they do a 1,000 copies. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Most people do a 1,000 copies right away without thinking if it's going to sell or not. They end up losing money because they print more than they need And you never save money by printing more than you need. So print what you need. Now, there, is, there are minimums because you're paying for binding, you're paying for setup, and it's not worth doing all that setup and binding for one copy. So there is no official minimum. I can print one copy if you want, but it's going to cost you a fortune. Right. So once once you're doing a hundred copies, don't do more if you don't need more.
0: But I will ask you when if we get a difference between five hundred, say a thousand. If you do do more, it is cheaper, right, per book. Once you get to
1: the so higher it's, it's a bit of a boring conversation for your um for your yeah, I just to the word, yeah. But I would say again, I would repeat it. if a person is not sure if he needs a thousand and he thinks he might only need five hundred, I strongly recommend do five hundred, and then, and then. If you need more, you can print more. So I see someone is saying it's not boring. So I'll just give a very quick explanation. Go yeah, it's David Bashevkin. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, go ahead. So this, I'll just say there's this two, this two reasons why when you do a thousand copies, it's cheaper per copy than you do five hundred, and people confuse this. The reason reason one is when you do uh when you do five hundred copies, you have to pay for the layout. You have to pay for the setup you have to pay for the, the binding setup, you have to pay for the stamping setup, you have to pay for the, the actual, the actual dies. There's a lot of setup work that is, in use the, use the, use the, use the expression, nere le echad, nere mea." Whether you're doing one copy or a thousand copies, you have, to, you have that same cost. Now, when so, so therefore, if you take that cost, let's say, for example, creating the cover design would cost for any particular, for this particular, say, for, let's cost, let's say, $500. Let's The call the plates will cost $1,000. So it's $1,500. The layout will cost $500. It's $2,000. That $2,000 cost, if you're making one copy, it costs $2,000 per copy. If you're doing a 1,000 copies, it's $2 per copy. Right. But that's silly because if you only need 500, right, you don't you don't lose money by only doing uh, doing yeah. five hundred, and, right. and and if you want to do another five hundred, you still have your layout there, you still have your plates there, and you still have your design there. It didn't go anywhere, you did not right. lose it. So there's no reason to print more because it comes out less per copy. You're just fooling yourself. You're taking a you're taking a, uh, a, a upfront cost that you have to pay for no matter what, and which you'll save if you do five hundred and five hundred. You'll save if you do one hundred, 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 hundred also. Then it's actually cheaper to print a thousand than two, twice five hundred. Now that the reason that's cheaper is because there's the, there's a, when you you do binding you have to set it up, you do stamping you have to set it up, you do printing you have to set it up. That setup cost is uh yeah, it's labor and you have to pay for labor twice if you're doing a thousand copies and only once if you print five if you do, if you do twice you're 500 five hundred five hundred and only once if right. you do a thousand. Now that's so that is negligible amount of money. It's not negligible. I shouldn't say it's negligible. It's not such a great amount of money. And it's not worth it to decide that I'm going to print 1,000 to save myself to get $2 a copy rather than less than what. So the answer is is like this. Print what you need. Now, if you have a a compelling reason to think that you're going to do 1,000 copies or 2,000 copies or 3,000 copies, okay, then why waste the money? But if you're not sure about it, print less. There's two other reasons to print more. One reason to print more is because, as I said, you save a lot of money. because You, you don't save money, but there's a one-time cost for editing, a one-time cost for layout, one-time cost for design. What happens is if you print 500 and you sell out for over half a year, half a later, you'll have noticed many mistakes and you'll say for many things you wish you would have done differently. Chances are you're not going to use the same design anymore. You're going to make many changes, and you're going to have to go and change everything. So, in a certain, if you know you're that kind of person, then you should know very well that you should print a thousand, not because you really save money, just to discipline yourself like that. You know, you're stuck with it. No one goes and recalls a safer because he wishes he would have done it differently. That's one reason to print more. Another reason to print more is some people get the swarm sponsored. I I never really checked this out. I just have a hunch that this is true. When you go over to sponsor and say, "Look, I need ten thousand dollars for printing a safer," and the the person says, okay, how many copies are you making? You right, say 1,000 copies. He thinks to himself, oh, wow, I'm paying $10 per Safer. That sounds fair. Okay, sounds fair. But you tell him, I'm printing 100 copies. How much is it? $8,000. And that makes sense because if you think about all the editing that was done and you think about all the layout and all the, the graphics and all the typing, that, that the same for 100 copies and for 1,000 copies. Right. 8,000 copies. What am I paying? I'm, pay, I'm paying $80 a copy? What is this, gold? And it, it, it's hard to sell it. So the the tr- the truth is, the truth is that um, that uh, the truth is that. So that's another reason. If you have a sponsor, and also a sponsor, sometimes you have to strike with the iron is hot. You have someone sponsoring right now, whatever reason, Nishmas or whatever it is. So then you can consider maybe doing more copies because now it's it's going to go good. So th- those are the two reasons, to, three reasons to do more. You know for sure you are going to need it, right. or. You are afraid that if you're going to come to have to reprint it, you're going to stop making copies and waste a lot of money. And the third reason is because you might have a sponsor, and now your sponsor is available now, and it's also an easier sell.
0: Gotcha. So it was good that I uh, said to print a thousand copies of Rumba rumb, right? We knew it would sell. <laughs> well,
1: yes, he. he uh, but I happen to. I know. I don't want to talk about someone. Someone in particular, but in that case. I was also afraid of the changes that will come if you're... Uh, right. If you, if you're I
0: less. think he came out sold all of them, and it's uh, so... Uh, so I think, so, yeah. Now let me ask you something that we missed for a second here. Uh, graphic design, the cover. Uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the standard... What, how much does that cost in general? I mean, I don't know if you need to give specifics, and what, what do you usually advise? A simple cover or colorful cover, red, black, or does it also go back to what we're discussing again, depending on the kind of safer... Again, it's
1: all association and presentation. Right. So you want, your safe, you want something to notice the safer. I want to say one thing people don't realize about a cover. There's two parts of a the cover. There's the cover and there's the binding. The face of the cover is only used in the swarm store. Right. After that, it gets put on a shelf and all you see is the binding. Right. So don't right. forget to make sure that the binding is something that a person notices. Now, by, binding,
0: right, by binding, you mean the spine. You don't mean actually is it a good... The spine. the, spine, the, spine, the, spine, right. the spine.
1: You only see the spine. You don't see the, you don't see the, the cover. So that's um, that's 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 very important. The the second thing is again like we said, association. You you want you, you want to have a you don't want to have a safer. If you have a safer about the lumbus of Dalekisis, you don't want pictures of Dalkoisis on your cover because that's not that doesn't uh, it's not associated with brisk style lumbus. Yeah. But you also don't want a picture of the author in the inside flap. That's not that's not usually what's done. That's the fake farm. Yeshiva car. But on um, on the other hand, you want someone to notice it. You have to make yourself noticeable so the that's usually what you got to do the cover is something which is tricky because if you have a unique cover for your own Safer, that's an expensive thing it can run a, few, a couple hundred dollars like that is that's a unique kind of cover this is the there is... button to show everybody yeah, yeah right so so the so the this is more basic showing here Else. this is more traditional more the tra- other stuff you picked it up was a Roman Arambam. and um remember Roman Arambam is something which again there's a lot of association over there there's association it's if you notice it looks similar to the to the schwatz uh yeah. and, um and the same thing is also it gives an idea it's unique, it shows something different it has a xaviyad on the cover that shows it's it's academic it wasn't just uh Know Vertlach put together it shows this it was well researched back to the sources back to the Arabic, so that's that's uh, again the association and the design that looks appealing if someone wants to pick it up. Right. Uh, it, it, I, I do have the option of using a stock cover, which means you use I have a few stock designs. You pick the stock. The You're stock. With, uh,
0: I think now isn't like blue with silver one of those. Or?
1: But it can you come can. in any color. It can come in any color, but the design is right. a stock design. And anybody wants that design, it's cheaper for two reasons. First of all, there's less graphics work to design it. It's already designed. And second of all, sometimes, not often, but sometimes they can actually reuse the die that was used for the other safer. So it it, it saves you money from, um, from actually having to uh, reproduce the die. So that's a way of saving money. And that's again, if you're doing a short, a, a short run and you're not looking to spend a lot of money, you want to give it out to your family, then you're okay with that.
0: Okay, now something else that I want to hit on here, especially for, let's say it's a regular, I don't know, 100, 200 pages, 300 pages random. How does somebody decide, uh, I guess a proper way to frame this, hardcover versus softcover? What are the pros? I guess talk about just the pros and cons versus each one. Obviously not a small contrast of 40 pages giving up by a sim club, but uh, what's the pros and cons of of hardcover versus softcover?
1: Very simple. Uh, I I tell people like this. I'm not against softcover at all. I make money in softcover like I make money in hardcover. But the difference is, if you go into a person's library, a swarm library, a person's study, a base medrash, um, you rarely will see collections and shelves and shelves of softcover swarm. Now, I can tell you that a lot of softcover swarm are printed. Yet, you will not see shelves lined with softcover swarm. So, basically, the analogy I give for that is softcover swarm would be like um, Disposable you Get it by Kuntris before Pesach, before Sukkot, You leave it on your desk, you leave it on your um, your coffee table, you pick it up, you look at it, you dump it behind your other Svarim. Eventually, it makes its way into Seamus, and you don't, you don't, it's not Oman Yam the Yom and Rabbin. So, a hardcover safer means you're serious about what you're doing, and also a hardcover safer means that it's there to last. So, that's why I generally if you really want it you're safer to be taken serious i strongly recommend doing um, doing, uh, ha- doing hard hardcover but if for there's two reasons that people generally do soft cover three reasons one reason is some people are not confident they don't feel that's not a final um, this is not a final my final version I'm gonna work it over I just want people to look at it it's just like a, a, a just people want people to take a look at it and, and give me some feedback so then you do soft cover. Second reason is because money; it's just cheaper to do soft cover. And the the third reason is timing. A soft cover safer could be done in a matter of almost overnight, and a hard cover safer generally takes longer. So sometimes a person comes up with an idea and he has to get it done right away. So those will do soft cover. So it's timing usually is a, re- a factor <clears throat> that you don't want to say this is my final version. That's another reason you would do it, and money.
0: Do you now what we discussed before? Soft cover swarm are printed here in the US?
1: Generally, the soft Covers farm I do over here, locally, yeah. Right. And for, and for, for the simple reason, for the simple reason, for two reasons. First of all, because like I said, usually soft Covers swarm are in a rush. Right. So it has to be done locally. It's not worth uh, bringing it over. And the price difference's not that great.
0: Now, um, what's the what's the ge- in, in general? I, I don't know, take uh Two hundred fifty pages, whatever. What's the price difference between soft and hardcover?
1: The price difference is huge because it's it's just a soft cover safer can be basically a machine can spit it out, and a hardcover safer goes through a lot of a lot of processes. It starts out with you have to do the. I usually put the blueprint first, and then after the blueprint, we um you have to you have to make the plates, and after the plates, the after the plates, there's the the printing, the folding, the cutting, the, the sewing, and the stamping, and and then connecting the book. It's it's a it's a big job, and it takes time and it's expensive, so the price the price of it is enormous.
0: Right, gotcha. I hear. Okay. Um, so now that's basically from your end. Is there any way you could? What's the kind of this whole process from the vantage point of the author? just, like, he follows along, checks in with you. How does this process look from A to Z from his vantage point? I mean, you're not in his shoes, but, like, can you give everyone some sort of feel of what it would be like?
1: I I think that he, 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 most authors want to be involved from beginning to the end. They want to be very involved. They want to be involved in every part of it. That sometimes people say, just take care of it, it give get back to me and uh, give me the final safer." Now that's not um that's not that I usually don't like that. I like when people are more involved. Um but sometimes people are over involved. In other words, they I I don't know why they just don't do themselves at home, but they want to tell you exactly where to place every letter on every single line. Right. And that's just a bit too much. But most people do it the do it um very, very normally and they want to they just want to. They want. They want to get your professional advice, and they want the. They want to have their input, and in what they. Uh, what they appreciate how it should be done. The fact of the matter is that I don't do anything without the author's approval. I always will email everything to him and say do you like it, do you not like it, and uh, so he's in the loop. Sometimes people get impatient. That there's a process it takes longer than expected, and. Um, I find that I think most people who I do a safer for afterwards they come back and they write me a nice note and they, they appreciate it very much and they thank me. For, I just got a phone call. I just published a safer for someone in Milwaukee. I don't know if he wants to publicize the safer, so I'm not going to mention it. What it is, he just called me today, thanked me. It it came, it arrived, and it looks very nice. Most times people are very, I find they're very appreciative, and we develop a kind of friendship. It's not just, uh, you know, it's not just a dry business. We uh, we're working together for a while. And it's uh, that's I guess that's what that's the way it is,
0: right? Now, now, uh, I guess something that I guess I want to know a lot of people want to know is I know there's no easy answer there's probably no proper answer. But so, what would you say is on average from A to Z, everything included, let's say 250 page safer, hardcover, 500 copies? What, what is something like that going to run somebody?
1: There, there's no clear answer to that, right? I, I know that. I, I usually, when a part. person asks Asked me how much will cost to save, I usually turn it around the other way. If we have, until we actually have the safer setup, we have exact dimensions, and we have the exact design, there's no way to answer that question. Exact paper type, and uh, whether he wants a book, uh, bookmark in it, and he wants to have a printed flyleaf or not, or some people like the color on the side of the pages, and so on and so forth. But I usually turn the question around at the beginning, and I say, you know what? Tell me, what's your budget? You don't have to give me exact budget. But is it from, if you, if you want to spend under $1,000, I think what you described will not be get done for under $1,000. Do you want to spend, are you willing to spend up to $5,000? Yes, we can make it happen. We'll work out the details, but we'll make it happen. Do you want to spend $20,000? Then no reason to it. Spend it on something else. It's not going to cost anywhere near that much money. Right. So basically, I, I turn the question around. I say, tell me what your budget is, and I'll tell you what you can aim to do. And then we'll work together and make it happen. Right.
0: Now, I guess a, simple, a question maybe you could answer a little better, though, would be someone's making a bar mitzvah, and after this, they will have a bar mitzvah. People will come and they're looking to give out a kuntras, a small thing they wrote or something, you know, 40 pages, soft cover, something like that. A common thing that people would publish, you know. How- Very common. Very
1: common. Very
0: right. Common. So, what is is there sort of a ballpark price on that that they could know
1: or not? Also, not. Again, what, it's not clear what people are very like, often. What does it cost to make a safer? So I say, well, how does it cost to build a house? It depends on which neighborhood and depends how many rooms. The
0: guy has 40, 50 pages, soft cover. It's going to be soft cover. It's going to make 100 copies, 150 copies.
1: Something, I don't know. Like
0: you said, right? No so, easy So, way. so
1: if, if, if the person get, I, I usually tell them, for this long, you know what? You make up the specs. You say that's going to be 100 pages and the, the the dimensions will be um, six inches by nine inches, and you want to use this kind of paper and this kind of binding, and you want to make that amount of copies, I'll give you an exact price. i can give you exact price for right. And I give them a price, and they want, they want to go on with it. But I make sure to have that record in writing because what very often ends up happening happening is a person going in is not the way he came out because after he did it, his father-in-law wanted to send him his chidushim, and then he thought of something else that he wanted to add to the safer. And then he wanted to upgrade the kind of paper that he used. And then he wanted to. See. He's originally hit when he when he met me. He said, "Yeah, he doesn't care about the cover. Just put any frame and write my, write my name on it." And then his, he came down with his wife and his mother in law and his sister in law to pick out the right design for the cover. So there's more money went into that. So basically, it, it the the price going in is people have to be careful. People, I I don't push people to spend money, but. They forget what they asked originally, right. and they have an expectation that the, they remember the, the price you gave them originally. They don't remember what they what well, what what the specs were. So the answer is, if you have exact specs, I can give you exact price. But you have to remember that you have then you have to it's your job to stick to those specs and not change it. And then all of a sudden you ran you ran ahead of. I have actually come in below budget very often because I try to highball it to make sure that the person is protected. Right, but if you have an exact amount of pages and exact dimensions, and exact amount of copies, and exact, um, exact amount of, uh, uh, exact kind of all the details that you know are worked out, then the fact is that you, could, um, you can have an exact price. Right.
0: Now, everything we discussed till now is Hebrew. Do you do English stuff as well?
1: Yes, not as much, but I, I currently build a few English projects. I've published a few English books, and uh, yes, I do do that. What's the difference do you find working on English versus Hebrew? Anything? This is a bit um, not self-serving what I'm about to say, but because I, I my bread and butter is more the Lashna Qaylish uh, Svarim. But the fact of the matter is, I don't understand why people are not working harder to print Svarim in English. There are so many Svarim Lashna Kaidish. We have so much. Uh, I don't know why people don't think if you, if you have the ability to write in English and you're able to express problem so probably English Not better, yeah. I strongly, strongly recommend you put out swarm in English because there you can shine and in, in, in any subject, in any, in any, any form. And that's something which I think would be very, very good. I do do that. I'm working to get even better at it. I don't, I can't say that's my, um, I
0: can ah. Well, we lost him. Um, Shimon, if you're still there, uh, somehow get back on. Everyone wants to hear about the English. You know this is running a bit long, everyone. Sorry, but uh, he has a lot to say, and I, I figured it's probably uh, interesting for everyone to hear. I um, hope everyone's enjoying. Any other questions asked? Hopefully, he will get back on. Um, Shimon, see if you could let me invite everyone, invite guests. See if you can get back on now. I'm glad everyone's enjoying. I, I figure people rewatch and they'll, you know, like a fast forward or whatever. So we may as well just keep going. Why end early? This is what I'm thinking. Uh, there we go. We'll get him back. Sorry, everyone. A little bit uh, break.
1: Uh, you're back on now. Yeah, sorry. No yeah, problem. Someone called in. So it knocked us off. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, so you're middle-telling everyone with English. Yeah, you're getting better at it, and you're improving it. No, you to no know.
1: I'm, I'm working to, to you know, broaden my right. operation in English, but I have published uh, quite a few books in English, and Svarum in English, and I, I, I strongly recommend people putting Svarum in English.
0: Right. And somebody I see just asked something that we'll get to. You know, where can someone find all the books and, and Svarum that you put out? He wants to see your work. Is there somewhere? Do you have a website? Is there somewhere you can see it?
1: I have a catalog with which ha- displays the cover designs of the Svarum that I published. Now it's limited because it only has hardcover Svarum and it only has those the covers that I myself designed. There's no
0: sample pages in
1: there of the font but, no, no I don't I don't have that yet. And the truth is I don't sell Swarm So right. I really don't I don't I'm not it's not my job to sell the author's Swarum and it right. would just it just I get phone calls very often people asking me people asking me you know can i buy the safer and i i I try to be patient and give them the author's information right which usually is uh presented in the safer as well but that's not my job so i have no reason to really do that if someone comes and he wants to print a safer that's why i have to have the i have to have the catalog so it helped me choose a cover design that's why I created this catalog mm-hmm. but I don't really see a, a purpose for me to have a catalog with all of the svarim that I sell that, that I that I created if I'm not selling them
0: I hear so someone wants to know how, how many haskamas? if too many
1: so the answer I, I, I look at haskamas like this I don't think anyone most people are printing svarim they're not printing lemais, so they need hascoma that someone should know they're able to rely on their halacha to rely on their hashkafa the purpose of Haskama also brings me back to the other theme I kept on mentioning, is association. You open a safe for most of us, I think, when we look at a safe, look at Haskamas. We're not trying to see, can I rely on the safe or not? We're trying to see, who is this fellow? So let's see, who gave Haskama? Okay, he has Haskama from the Navaminsk Rebbe, the prime Kanievsky, and he has, a, and he uh, mentions that he learned in Brisk. Oh, I get it. He learned in Navaminsk, then from there he went to Brisk and he has from Biroch HaMalshin, so he learned, he learned, he learned, he learned by Biroch HaMalshin. I know this guy's a, I, I, I got who this is. So that's pretty much the, you see who the person is. I encourage people to try to get has from across the spectrum, because if you get has from uh, 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 across the spectrum, then you appeal to more people. So for someone who's Hasidish opens your safe, and he sees you have has come from your wife, the guy of Yushalayim. And you have askama from let's say you'll you'll grew up in Flatbush and there was a Shirov that used to dab over there, and you have that Askama. then you also have Askama from bar Bravachtvogel and from, from Mayor Stern. So that you appeal to yeshivish people and you appeal to um you you, you appeal to the Hasidim, and everyone feels comfortable with your safer. So I don't think it's important what the Maskim writes in the Askama. It's more like who you're associating yourself with.
0: Right, right, I hear. Um now, do you do all the work yourself or you have people that do some of this work for you?
1: No, I don't do all the work myself. I, I try to give a lot of personal attention to every single author myself and I'm involved in every single project. But I don't do everything myself. I have a team of people working with me.
0: Gotcha. Now, what everyone,
1: would... everyone, I deal with every, every customer deals with me. Right, right. And, and I, I, I'm the one that's involved in every single part of the Safer. How I get the work done I use my team to get it done.
0: Gotcha. Now, uh, w- would you, um, what would you say? And that's a hard, maybe a hard question is the most important thing you've done or the biggest, you know, we you try to what the right word is the adjective for that is what would you, what would you say?
1: A biggest has many, the longest project. It took very long. Right. And, um, sometimes that's because the project was very big and sometimes because it's very drawn out. Um, the highest uh, uh, caliber project—it's uh, hard to say. I would say, in terms of content, you mentioned already. We mentioned a few times in the conversation. Performing as a missarishin—I can't remember offhand if we actually published like a, you know, a, a, a new standard edition of another rishin. So probably that—that has that a certain chashivas. Right. I did a very turbadas uh, hundred year, hundred year year anniversary. They put out a two volume, uh, jubilee volume, and. Um, that was a, a very big job. It involved, you know, printing original stuff from Ru- 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 Ruven Grzovsky, printing uh, uh, things from the Rav R- uh, um, his, his glosses on the Shulchan Aruch. It involved some very interesting things. So I would say it was a big project. Recently for the CMH they published, God like Yisrael published a, a very uh, interesting say for the Hamir Lailam. Hamer Lailam. That was the interest that that was a high visibility and big job. Recently, Rabbi Gladstein, he's a very popular person. I put out a safer on that, unfortunately came out right big, at the same time with Corona. So a, lot of, uh, Rickia, so a lot of people um didn't get to see it as much. But that was a very nice safer. Rabbi Cinnamon from uh from Flatbush, very he put out ish Tumid. he just now published, it just came on Bayikra. He just completed a safer on vehicle over a thousand pages. That's a very longish to say for a very it took a long time, and a lot of work went into that. There's many, many uh, projects. I can't say uh, in particular. Um, there's well, another safer that someone in the comic keeps on referring to. So, did you answer it already? We don't have to. We don't have to discuss that because he obviously advertises enough. Let's go on.
0: Okay, what about? Um, I wanted to ask you what was what was the. I don't know if you have them, what was your favorite project to work on? Does it mean that it was the best or you're not giving the author a favor? What was your just personal favorite you enjoyed working on a project that you published?
1: I can't refer to one particular safer, but I have, I have some very interesting things to work on. Uh, can't, uh, I wouldn't refer to anything in particular. This is one thing that I do that I would uh, – <clears throat> I, I, when it comes to conversation, I, it happens to be my personal hobby. I enjoy Yiddish a lot. I've gotten some jobs of translating some old Yiddish works into Russian Kaddish or into English. That was interesting. I did that. Um, as some, I don't want to point out to anyone in particular. This is some uh, author, has very Gushma Columbus. I like to work on it with him a lot. This a different author put out the letters from great Rabbanim and the very interesting ones. I found that very fascinating. <laughs> I shouldn't say the name. Oh, yeah. and there's, then there's... Uh, then there are then there are swarm from, from the from the Hashivos, right? There's uh I had this chus of uh, working on a safer uh for my Rebbe or from Five a very nice safer, it didn't come out yet. And then there is um and then I I, I mentioned Cinnamon is a very is a very nice safer. I um, mean yeah, this many many Swarm will find very interesting. I don't want, I, I feel bad if I mention one, not the other. Sure. I, in general, you know, it's an interesting business and People have very interesting ideas and write very nice swarm. I should mention someone. He gave me a lot of. I did, I did a lot of svarim for him, and he has very successful swarm Actually, it'll be funny to discuss what I do without mentioning him. Uh Shloime Dickman He always has fascinating topics. He put, you know why we weep, why we, why we rejoice, and he put out uh, many many interesting swarm And uh, I had this close to work of uh, printing them generally. For him. Right.
0: I see. As uh, Menachem Butler mentioned the comment, but it just made me think of something. When you put where the safer is printed, you do all the work in Lakewood. You, but I assume you write. Depending, what do you write? Place of publication, wherever the mahaber, like the, you have where he lives, right? I imagine
1: you don't okay. write Lakewood if he lives in New York, right? Yeah, I, I don't write. It's I'm just providing service. <laughs> ah, whatever That's he right. said. <clears throat> he usually writes in the city where he is. Right.
0: Right. Gotcha. So I guess there will be plenty more to discuss, but being that we're running long here already, I just want to finish, end off with one thing here. What advice would you give to someone in Mekhaber looking to, I guess, starting to write a safer, looking to publish, write, What, what? I guess, it's, I know there's kind of two different
1: things, but what would you advise him? I would say like this. If his purpose in publishing is vanity publishing, like we mentioned before, because he wants to you know, get, get his ideas onto paper and see it in a book form, and he should publish whatever he's whatever interests him. But if he does want to get people to look at his Savarium, he has to do what I consider Psalmy Dickman does, and I mentioned it before, is look around and say, What do people want to read? What do people need to learn? What would what what are they missing? If you do that, you do very well. Those people who look around and think of a good idea say, you know, there is no safer on this and this topic. This can be helpful to other people. And in such a case the in such a case those people can do very well in selling their svar but if not always, not always that people's goal very often the person's goal is that he just wants to it's his own learning that he wants to further by not just uh learning he also wants to actually actualize it into uh, seeing in a safer form and if that's his goal then he should do whatever he wants to learn right
0: gotcha um, okay, we still didn't get to uh, plenty of, like you mentioned, Yiddish and personal interest and that kind of stuff. Maybe Richardson will have you again, um, but uh, thank you for coming on. And I will, I'll, I guess I'll show in the comments to this on Twitter, I'll show some samples of what you did, and uh, people can reach out to you. It's probably in your logo over there, but I'll put up your in email, right? What's the best way to read? Email, WhatsApp, any... any WhatsApp. So, good. Okay, I'll put it up. Thank you very much for coming okay. on. Thanks so much.